faith, hope, inspiration, and edification. Welcome to the Edify Podcast with Billy Hallowell, a show that cuts through the cultural noise to explore the biggest headlines and issues of the day. Let's dive into today's show. Hey, what's going on? It's Billy Hollowell, and welcome to Edify. This is the show where we dive into great stories you will not hear anywhere else. And today, today I am talking to a student at Harvard Law School. Her name is Mariana, and she's got a pretty amazing story. Now, Harvard, like most other universities, has a blog, and on this blog, students will share their journey to Harvard. How did they get there? Where did they come from? What's their backstory? And Mariana decided to also share her story, but here's the amazing thing. You go to the Harvard Law School website, you look at the blog, and you are immediately reading a testimony, a powerful testimony filled with faith with hope and the redeeming power of Jesus. She shares really not just how she got to Harvard, but what God's role in that journey was, what faith means to her, and she delivers the gospel message in this amazing blog post. Again, this is a blog for prospective students at Harvard Law School, and what a bold way not only to share your testimony, but to do it in a place where a lot of people assume maybe God isn't at work, and we're going to talk about that today because maybe we're wrong about that. Maybe God is everywhere and at work everywhere. And I don't think that's just a maybe. I think it's the truth. And so there may be places with more darkness. There may be places with more light. But we're going to get a real sense of what is going on over at Harvard Law School and why Mariana decided to do the bold thing she did and to publish her testimony. So with no further ado, let's welcome her to the Edify podcast. Mariana, thanks so much for joining us today. Really appreciate having you here. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. So we're here to talk about your testimony. And the thing that caught my eye was the fact that you're a Harvard Law School student. And, you know, a lot of schools, they they post sort of, you know, student testimonials and, and all sorts of things, you know, to kind of bolster the school, show the amazing experience students are having. And your testimonial was posted and it was incredible to read through because you wouldn't expect to see a, an actual testimony, a spiritual testimony in a, a testimonial, especially at a place like Harvard. There are a lot of stereotypes about the, you know, the culture at different schools and things like that. Uh, but let's ta- let's talk about this testimony. Um, what led up to it? And tell us a little bit about the contents of it. Yeah, sure. So admissions runs a blog called student voices and it's a way for prospective students to gain insight into the hls students pathways to law school uh, the meaningful experiences they've had on campus really a way to recruit students to kind of just see what life is like there Um, and so one way they recruit students to write a post for the blog is through student organizations on campus And we have a bunch of group chats, um, especially uh, during the pandemic, those really kicked off. And so in one of those group chats, I saw that someone mentioned that admissions was looking for a volunteer to write a post. And so I I mean, I volunteered. I thought, well, I haven't seen people really um, share, you know, the spiritual side to what led them to law school. And so I thought it would be a unique perspective that um, would be worth sharing. 
And so in in this testimonial, you you really share deeply your faith and the gospel message. And as you're reading it, it's it's really incredible because you you sort of get your background, who you are, and it just seems like it kind of builds and, and in such a gentle and amazing way. It tells your story and then it points people to who Jesus is. When you wrote it up and you submitted it, were you expecting that there might be major edits to it or there might be some kind of pushback? I'm just curious about what your expectation was submitting that. Yeah, I I definitely had those thoughts. <laughs> I wasn't sure what would be included, what revisions would be made. And there was back and forth. Um, I mean, for any post, there are revisions sure. that are made. Um, but ultimately, the post that was published is the version I liked the best. And um, I knew that the pushback and the back and forth that I really needed to be worried about wasn't like from admissions necessarily, but was more in the spiritual realm. You know, the devil doesn't want people to know uh, that we can have freedom, salvation, life in abundance through Christ, all these things I mentioned in my post. And so I knew in that sense it would be a spiritual battle, but... I knew that if God wanted the story to be shared, then he would also make a way, um, but that I still needed to fight spiritually. And spiritual warfare has just been something that I've been uh, learning about a lot and growing in. And so really using Ephesians 6, really using all these tools that God gives us to fight, um, you know, faith, prayer, scripture. And that's what I did. I had my husband, um, my family praying with me. Um, I mean, the whole reason I feel like God brought me here is to um, spread his truth, spread love, his love to, to others. And um, so I felt like this was a great opportunity to show, you know, what God can do when we give our lives to him and um, walk with him. And so, yeah, I mean, I even... I, before I, I started to write the post, I felt a really heavy pressure, weight on my shoulders. Um, but then, you know, I just told those feelings like out loud. I was like, leave it, leave me in Jesus name. And I just surrendered that burden to Jesus. And I was like, okay, God, I have no idea what to say. I feel like you want me to write this post. Um, so I know I can't do it on my own strength. So I just like, surrender to you. And so I did that and started typing. And that's what came out. <laughs> um, it's <because> incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. And you, you spoke about a number of things there that are so essential. You know, we're called to obviously spread truth. That's what we're called to do as Christians. You are called to do it everywhere you go, whether that is a, a campus like Harvard that people have a lot of assumptions about. I mean, there are so many places that that need the truth. And Harvard is one of them. And here you are doing this. How did people react to it? I'm, I'm curious what you've heard from students and faculty and others. Have people not spoken about it? Give us a little insight on the reaction to the post being published. Yeah. So I've had a lot of positive reactions. I mean, people don't usually say negative things to your face. So it's quite possible that there have been negative reactions but I'm not aware of them. Um, my family, you know, spread it on social media and everything. Um, a family friend in Brazil was saying how she shared the story with someone who's kind of on a journey to medical school and how that person was really touched 
by this story and that person's like coming to Christ just now. And so she told me that story really had an impact on her. And so hearing these anecdotes and, um, you know, seeing that even if one life is impacted by the story, then it was worth it. And so, um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very happy with, uh, the, with all the reactions so far. <laughs> I mean, it's bold. What you did is bold and you followed what you were called to do. And I'm just, I'm shocked that, and, and pleasantly surprised that that message was able to be there. I mean, people who are going to the Harvard Law School blog, they're, they're prospective students, they're interested, they're going to find not a testimonial, but a testimony in the midst of that testimonial. And that, to me, um, is incredible. You know, there are people out there who might assume, based on the stereotypes, that God is not alive, that there is no spiritual life at a place like Harvard. How would you how would you respond to that? Because you're there. You're on you're on the ground at Harvard. Yeah, I would say that's what the enemy wants us to think. Like, not just at Harvard, but oh, our country is doomed, Harvard is doomed, this and that, our workplace is doomed, and there's nothing that we can do about it. That's kind of the mentality I feel like the enemy has been trying to push um, and that a lot of churches have expected or accepted, but that's just not true. And not only is not true, but even if it were true, the church still has the authority that Christ has given us to push back the power of darkness and to claim the victory that Jesus already won for us. And you know, that includes victory now, because I think the lie is like, oh, we'll have victory when we die. You know, we have eternal life right. after we're dead. And so, but death isn't our savior. Jesus is. And life in abundance includes now. And so um, the spirit is definitely alive at Harvard and the spirit is alive everywhere. And it really just takes two or three to gather in Jesus name to repent on behalf of the institution um, to ask God to bring revival. And that's what we're doing at Harvard right now. We're, we are gathering, we're praying, um, we're seeking revival. And there are even Christian professors there. I prayed in tongues wow. with my professor <laughs> um, wow. at Harvard. Like God is there. God is everywhere. He is moving. And, um, you know, oftentimes the media doesn't show that. The media only shows what's wrong with the world or what's, you know, um, a lot of negative news, but we need to definitely press into God and say here, I, I can't do anything on my own, you know, like God, I'm, I want to just be used by you. I need your strength. Use me. And he will, no matter where we are, he will. Well, and people will say things, you know, you'll often hear this, oh, you know, we need to pull away from these places or we, I mean, I've heard this a lot over the years about Hollywood and media and universities, which is what we're talking about now. And yet here you are, if you didn't go there, obviously God called you there. And we're going to talk about that in a moment, but you go there and then God called you to write this post. And sometimes it's the simple things that we're called to do. But if you were not there and you did not do that, people would not be seeing it. And I guarantee there are people who, whether or not that post takes them 
um, into a, con- a full conversion into Christianity. It's it's sort of a notch on the belt toward truth for people, right? It's something that is going to be in people's hearts and minds after they read it and see it. And there are people who won't even agree with you who will say, wow, that's really bold for her to do. Wow, that's a really brave thing to do um, in a place where maybe that kind of thing doesn't happen as often as in other places. But the point is we're needed as Christians to go, as you were saying, into all different arenas in life. And one of the things in your testimony that stuck out to me as I was reading it was your claim that, you know, even going there, even making your way to Harvard was a miracle of sorts. So I wanted to ask you about that. How did you get to Harvard and why did you call it a miracle? Yeah. So as as an infant, I received a prophetic word that I would be a lawyer to speak on behalf of those who lack a voice. And I'm, you know, I grew up hearing that story a few times. You know, it wasn't mentioned that much. I think I just remember like a few times my parents mentioned that story, but I always thought, oh, lawyers are boring. (laughs) I was going to say, did you want to be a lawyer? No, I didn't want to be a lawyer. I thought lawyers were boring. The law was boring. That was just not for me. Um, I was, I decided to be pre-med instead um, in college. But even before that, I'm I'm the first in my family to be born in the U.S. And so growing up, my parents didn't know what the SAT was, even what a GPA was. Um, They didn't know how the systems here in the U.S. really worked. Um, But God just started to open the right doors, put the right people in my path. And um, I talk about this in my post But when I was doing a Fulbright in Spain, I had already completed the pre-med track in undergrad. Um, I knew nothing about the legal field here. (laughs) But all of a sudden, I, well, I was praying about, you know, where God wanted me. And all of a sudden, I felt this strong desire to go to law school. And I started to look into it, um, you know, do my research and everything. And I also started to consider other other degrees, other schools. And so I was just like, there are so many different degrees, so many different schools. Um, God, I I felt like God said that he would bless my decision, like any of them he would, he would bless. Um, But I still felt drawn to law school. And I ended up only applying to one law school, which was Harvard, because it was kind of late in the rolling admission cycle. They admit um, well, now things have changed, but when I was applying, it would they would just admit as they received applications. And so I thought, okay, well, Harvard is my top choice. I feel like this is where God wants me. Um, so there, there was just all the cards were kind of stacked against me. <laughs> and so I thought, if you know, if I get in, this is definitely God, and that's good because then the glory goes to God. So that yeah, that's kind of an overview. But there. There's definitely a lot more to that. That's amazing. That is, that's incredible. And, you know, obviously you were meant to be there. This was meant to happen. And it's crazy how God does things because sometimes it could be that there's one person who needs to hear the message, right? And obviously you're reaching more than one person with your post, but you know, that, that could be the whole entire reason that you ended up somewhere, right? And I'm sure there are other reasons too, but it's just, it's incredible. And we don't always know those plans, but you know, we have to live out what we're called to do. And you've done that. And so really, 
you know, my my final question for you in light of what we're talking about here, in light of the fact that this is an uncommon, again, testimony or post that we would see at a place like Harvard, what's your hope for um, the post and this interview? What do you want to happen from the message that you put there? Yeah, so I one thing I wanted to highlight is the spiritual part of our journey not only to law school, but to any school, to any career, to any job. Really, it's just a life journey. Um, And oftentimes, the spiritual side of it is just not discussed. It's, um, you know, just not, not even considered. And so to me, it was like, well, that was the number one thing that led me to law school was my faith was my relationship with God. Um, he guided me there. He literally like held my hand during each step. And even in the steps where I strayed away, he was still there protecting me, knowing that I would um, come back. And so I that's one hope is, is to highlight the importance of having a relationship with God and um, relying on him as we make whatever decision that we need to make because he promises in his word that he will show us, he will guide our steps and that whatever decision or plan that we have just will pale in comparison to the plans that he has for our lives. That's such a good word. I mean, imagine if we walked around never talking about the physical aspects of life or the or the mental aspects of life, you know, ignoring the spiritual aspects of life. Um, it puts people at obviously a massive disadvantage um, in so many ways, and it's also spiritually dangerous to not have that be a component. And yet, that's kind of in a lot of ways where a lot of facets of our culture are, which is why it's so amazing that you and others stand up and make your voice heard, share your faith and reach others for the gospel. I just wanted to thank you again you know, for taking the time today and being here with us. Yeah, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to be here. Um, really looking forward to seeing God continue to move um, at Harvard and in our country. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. What an amazing story of sharing your testimony in an unlikely place. And I think it's an inspiration for all of us. Where can we be sharing the truth? How can we be sharing the truth and being salt and light and doing it in a way that inspires people and draws them toward Christ? And so really just an incredible, incredible testimony. And hey, if you have other testimonies like this or you have stories you want to share, hit me up on social media. It's at Billy Hollowell on Twitter, on Facebook, on gosh, pretty much every social media platform. So you can always reach out to me there. Let me know what you want to hear on this show. If you've got a great story, don't hesitate to send it over. And we will be back next week with another episode of Edify with Billy Hollowell. 
Thanks for listening to the Edify podcast. For more transformational and faith-inspiring podcasts, head over to edify.app, where you can stream thousands of Christian shows right now. And for convenience on the go, download the Edify podcast app today from the Apple and Google Play stores and at edify.app.